Number 53, I have a conference that was at the top in terms of the volume of teams that were competing, had a legitimate shot at a conference championship. This was as deep as any conference in the country. It was probably either them or the Big West for the most amount of teams contending. First place went 15-3. and three. Sixth place went 10-7. and seven. And that sixth place team happened to be this conference's representative in the NCAA tournament. It was Grand Canyon. I have Grand Canyon repeating as conference tournament champs, have them winning the regular season. I think they'll be first in the WAC this year. In the same tier with them, I have Stephen F. Austin. And then in the next tier is teams three to nine. I have Seattle, Abilene Christian, UT Arlington, Cal Baptist, Tarleton, UT, Utah Valley, and Southern Utah. In the last tier, I have UT Rio Grande Valley and Utah Tech bringing up the rear. Two programs are out of this conference. This was a 13-team conference, now down to 11. One was a model of consistency in Sam Houston State, always won double-figure games in this conference. And then New Mexico State, who has had a tumultuous, to say the least, last couple of seasons, but before then was dominant in this league in making the NCAA tournament. Grand Canyon, though, who I have at number one and why they bring back their top two leading scorers. Rayshon Harrison averaged 18-4-4 last year for this team and will look to lead the way yet again. Gabe McLaughlin averaged 13-7.5 and for this team as well. Their fourth leading scorer last year is back in Javon Blackshear, but he only played 12 games last season. They'll hope to have him healthy for the entire year this go-around. Four of their top six leading scorers are back, but Coach Drew also hit the transfer market pretty hard, brought in Tyon Grant Foster out of DePaul, averaged three points a game, only played eight minutes. Sidney Curry out of Louisville is in, Five and four guy last year, played 17 and a half minutes a game, were out of Oregon, played about 11 minutes. So all those guys in the step down from their power six schools to the whack should look to receive more playing time and hopefully the production will go along with it. Duke Brennan also in out of Arizona, Arizona State. Colin Moore was a 14.4 rebound a game guy last year, averaged over two steals in the Sun Belt at Georgia State. Hull now being a Grand Canyon uniform, and they also bring in a role guy from Northern Colorado. So six transfers that could impact the rotation, along with three double-figure scorers coming back. That's why I have Grand Canyon number one in this conference and think they'll represent them in the NCAA tournament yet again. Stephen F. Austin, Kyle Keller, crazy that he's now in his eighth season, that Underwood has been gone for quite some time now. Stephen F. Austin last year went 11-7, and finished tied fourth in the WAC. They, like Grand Canyon, bring back their two leading scorers in three of their top four, although this was a pretty balanced team a year ago, also bring back four of their top six. They add transfer Frank Stain out of Utah Tech. Remaining in the whack, but now transitioning to a new team. He averaged eight points, four boards a game last year. Also bring in a 15-point-per-game score, seven and a half rebounds in the D2 ranks in Miles Jenkins. And 
Outside of those guys, it's primarily Juco transfers that have come in to help fill the rotation. But three double-figure scorers back, just like Grand Canyon, is why I have Stephen F. Austin at two. But they didn't hit the transfer market quite as hard as Bryce Drew was able to. At number three, dropping down a tier, I have Seattle. Seattle lost their second-leading scorer, but they bring back six of their top seven seven of their top nine on a team that went 11-7 and seven and tied fourth in this conference last year. Cam Tyson is a bucket getter, averaged 19 points a game for this team, but he was really inefficient in doing so, and that's partly why this team was so inconsistent. I thought Seattle was maybe going to win the WAC last year, but the inconsistency held them back. Cam Tyson shot 38% from the floor, 33% from three. In fact, all four of their returning guards, it looks like, shot 38% or worse. One of them shot 31% from the floor. They have to be more efficient this next season. Alex Schumacher averaged 12 points a game for this team. Again, one of those other inefficient guys. Inside, Brandon Chatfield averaged 7-5. and five. He'll look to man the middle. Riley Grigsby, though, the biggest guy lost. 13.5 points, 5 rebounds a game for this team last year. They bring in St- Christophilus, John Christophilus, out of Creighton, who really didn't get to see the floor for that very talented Elite 8 Creighton team. But he is the only transfer. It will be freshman to replace what was lost. But again, not very much lost. The Seattle team will be a threat. Abilene Christian, they went 5-11 and last year in this conference. Brett Tanner, now in his third season, a really down year for a typically proud Abilene Christian program. They lose three of their top six but bring back three of their top four, and they were all double-figure guys. This was a really balanced scoring team. Their six leading scorers were separated by just 2.3 points per game last season from 8.5 to 11. But Emmanuel Allen back averaged 11 last year. Um, Simmons and Abdu Dibba both averaged 10 points a game. They will both be back. They bring in a Juco and then a minimal playing role guy played 10 minutes a game last year on Grand Canyon's NCAA tournament team has opted to stay in the WAC but head over to Abilene this season. I think Abilene will bounce back from the down year that they had a year prior. UT Arlington went 6-12, finished ninth in the WAC last year, but they hit the transfer market really hard. KT Turner in his first season, a Kentucky assistant. Greg Young let go late into his second year. They brought in Philip Russell, who had the biggest offensive outburst in all of the 106 games that I attended live last year when he dropped 36 on a Moorhead State team that typically likes to slow you down. Averaged 18 points, five assists a game. Last year, he did have the green light, was a below 40% shooter from the field, 36% from three, would like him to be more efficient at UT Arlington this year in the WAC. Dewan Gordon from New Mexico State, after everyone transferred out of that program, he's going to stay in the WAC even though New Mexico State's leaving. 
now will be at UT Arlington, averaged 9-5 and five last year. Shamar Wilson averaged 11-8 and eight for this team a year ago. Their second leading scorer, he's back. Also, their fourth leading scorer, Aaron Cash, at 8-4, and four, is back along with them. Bring in a decent role guy from Tulsa in the American last year, and then also a guy that played eight minutes a game on a really bad Louisville team. Pretty big D2 scorer is in, and a Juco as well. So love what Coach KT Turner was able to do. Retain two of his top four in the transition, taking over for Greg Young, but then bringing in much-needed talent to this roster via the transfer portal, specifically Russell is going to lead the show for this team. Philip Russell, the 5'10", electric guard, certainly one of the best players under six foot in college basketball. Cal Baptist is who I have slotted at six. They finished eighth last year at seven and 10. They lost five of their six leading scorers though. Hunter Goodrick back, averaged eight and six and a half, shot 46% from three for them a year ago. They bring in a Grand Canyon transfer with NCAA tournament experience, more of a rebounder at six boards a game than a scorer at just five. They don't have very many proven scorers on this roster. One that has finished in double figures, though, Brantley Stevenson averaged 11 points a game last year on a Cal Poly team that went 1-18 in in the Big West, so maybe... He doesn't have winning experience, but at least he could score. Zach Wrightsill is in out of Marquette. Kendall Coleman is in out of LSU. Both those guys just played eight minutes a game at their previous Power Six schools. That now that's more talent for Cal Baptist at their disposal, bringing in P6 guys to replace what they lost, five of their top six gone. Tarleton, who I have at seventh under coach Billy Gillespie, the former Kentucky coach in his fourth season at Tarleton. They lost their first and fourth to seventh leading scorers. So two of their top three back, but a lot of their rotation gone. Both their second and third leading scorers were double figure guys. They add a lot of Juco guys in D2s to replace what was lost. Freddie Hicks, 16.6 rebounds a game are gone. They're going to need to replace that, and that will not be easy. Adam Musa will be their point guard out of Black Hill State, a D2 transfer, averaged over five assists and rebounds last year, but not a very big score, but hopefully can run the offense for this team. Going to be a lot of unproven guys for Tarleton this year in the WAC after finishing seventh a year ago. Utah Valley was the champs of this conference in the regular season last year, going 15-3, and three. but with that success, Mark Madsen left to the Power Six ranks, went and joined California. Hopefully he can turn that program around, but good luck. Todd Phillips, in his first season now promoted, he was the assistant before. In terms of their rotation last year, all they bring back are two guys that played about eight and nine minutes a game. That's not a great sign. They have hit the transfer market pretty hard. Drake Allen out of Southern Utah was a double-figure scorer, three-and-a-half boards, three-and-a-half assists as well. Tanner Toulson coming in out of BYU, played limited minutes there, just under 10 a game. Caleb Stone Carowell out of Austin P averaged near double figures. And then they bring in some six, seven-point-per-game guys out of Utah State in New Orleans. But that's a lot of pieces to put together in one year 
uh, guys that haven't played together in the past for Coach Phillips in his first season. Typically, when assistants promoted, you have more continuity than that, but not the case for this Utah Valley team, and that's why I have him dropping so far back at eight. Southern Utah is who I have at number nine. Similar situation for Southern Utah. Lost everyone but a big man that played eight minutes a game last season. So no one returning on the roster that played double-figure minutes. They had a very good year last year, 12-6, and six, third in the whack. But losing so much of that rotation, I expect a big drop-off. No one on this roster averaged more than six points a game last year in Division One basketball. Not a good sign for them. Rob Jeter in his first season was at Western Illinois the last three years after Todd Simon left to go to Bowling Green. UT Rio Grande Valley and Utah Tech are who I have bringing up the rear at 10 and 11. UT Rio Grande Valley, bringing in DeAnthony Tipler out of East Tennessee State. Got to watch him play a couple times. A double figure, a game scorer. But that's all that's really notable in this rotation. Freeman is back, averaged 9.6 boards a game for this team. They do have a couple six-point-per-game guys. But that is about it in terms of proven contributors. They lost four of their five leading scorers. Justin Johnson averaged 20 a game for this team. Having to replace that will not be easy. Utah Tech lost their three leading scorers. Only three guys on this roster played Division I basketball last season. Brought in quite a few JUCOs and freshmen, but with so much turnover, only Tanner Christensen and Noah Gonzalez back. You can't expect this Utah Tech team to improve much from what they were last season, 5-13 and in 12th in the WAC with New Mexico State essentially ending their program season last year early due to all the turmoil is all that saved this Utah Tech team from finishing dead last. I want to clarify a mistake I made earlier. Seattle, I have in that top tier with Grand Canyon and Stephen F. Austin with their continuity. I at first misspoke, included them with that 4-9 to nine range. They are not. They should be in the top tier, but I do have them third behind Stephen F. Austin and Grand Canyon. Bryce Drew, I have punching another ticket to the NCAA tournament with how hard he hit the transfer portal and bringing back three of his top four leading scorers. That will wrap up the WAC Conference Preview.